Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Uh, now, obviously, we are covering COVID-19 um, issues and what's happening in a national context, but especially here in Limerick. And some interesting things have been happening um, with Limerick prison inmates. And Mark Kennedy, who is the governor of Limerick uh, prison, and Father Seamus Enright of the Redemptorist, who is a good friend of the Limerick Today show, are both on the line. Good morning to you. Um, so, Mark, tell me a little about what the prisoners are doing in solidarity uh, with uh, frontline health workers? Uh, in Limerick Prison at the moment, do we have a big uh, focus on mental health, just like the broader community. And what came out of that mental health was that there's a big piece missing at the moment from the Irish psyche, which is the bereavement process. It has always been in place in the prison that if you're in prison, you don't get to hold your loved one's hand if they pass away the funeral. You're not at the funeral. And it was kind of fairly stark here that a female prisoner said to me one day that when she was released from prison, her mother passed away while she was in prison. She spent a month sleeping on the mother's grave. So from a psychological point of view, there's a big piece missing. So as a part of that, we had our psychology team meet with prisoners and staff. And what they've come up with themselves is they've... uh, of uh, a candle now lighting in the chapel in the prison full-time uh, for the COVID-19 uh, people in the community that are going through this process and the bereavement process. In solidarity, then, the Redemptorist, through Father Enright, have also lit, uh, lit a candle up in the Redemptorist to every, every one of the people that have passed away. And with the staff also got on board, and with the staff and the prisoners, they made a contribution to put... Uh, the nurses in the regional to the fore and sent out Easter eggs on Easter week for it. But it's all around mental health because we've always had a challenge in the prison service that uh, people were incarcerated and they weren't able to breathe. And it is a fairly major part of the Irish psyche that is probably underestimated. But if people can go through the whole bereavement process uh, by actually holding their loved one's hand, going through the funeral, getting the hugs and kisses of loved ones, having their family around you, that helps in the process, but when that's taking away, there's a big psychological scar. And I think even as a country, that is a big part of our psyche that will be lost going forward. And that's one thing that we're very much aware of in the prison is mental health for staff and prisoners. Yeah, I mean, the expression that was in my mind this morning thinking about this is silent agony for people who can't have contact uh, with others uh, you know, at the point that uh, a loved one passes away and that is what everyone is facing at the moment in the midst of all these restrictions and, and who knows what kind of psychological impact that will have in the short and indeed the long term. Uh, we're chatting to Mark Kennedy who's the governor of Limerick Prison. How are you getting on with the specific challenges of physical distancing within the prison? Uh, we're very good at the moment. We have no cases of COVID in the Irish Prison Service as a whole and especially in Limerick. But twice a day, we take on board what the HSE uh, say and their advice. So at the moment, uh, we have screening of everyone who comes into the prison, their temperature, and there's a questionnaire. All new committals are put into a cocooning state for 14 days and have to wear PPE when they come out. The staff are very much well-educated around it with uh, continual professional development. And the prisoners themselves, through the Red Cross, 
and uh, the Redemptress, we have a channel set up in their cells that there's reflection and there's yoga and that. And what we're trying to do is the prisoners themselves are watching the media and it's kind of very sensationalised. So what we're trying to do is just educate them around hand washing, social distancing. And at the moment, we have no cases and no tested cases, but we have a number cocooning and we have a number uh, in isolation at the moment. But that's only for their own health and the health of the staff. But like at the moment, we're like a small community and like a small household. But we do have the facilities to put someone... Uh, away from the general population and cells are like single cell occupancy is a thing that we never really had in Limerick. We have it now because we transferred a number of prisoners to open centres and that. So we're very much, this is probably the first week I'd say in about seven or eight years that there's no prisoner sleeping on the floor in Limerick. And And have you had special temporary releases? We hadn't really. We've we've a number of prisoners got out. We transferred prisoners to open centres, low risk, but there hasn't been the, the... the mass exodus of prisoners. We've the normal run of the day when people's sentences are up, they're released, but we haven't anyone got out, especially for this. And, and, and Mark, I mean, look, this question yeah. will probably annoy you, but I'm going to ask yeah, you. I anyway. won't do it. Um, this Netflix thing, and yes, you've heard yes. this controversy yeah. about, um, you know, people get annoyed um, yeah. and they contact the show and they say, you know, why do prisoners have TVs in their cells? Why do they have Netflix access? Well, prisoners have TVs in the cells, but they pay for it themselves. Uh, they pay 15 cents a day to hire the TV, for want of a better word. And Netflix is on, we've got Netflix only last week, and it's two programs a day is what they see. So if they're watching The Crown or one of these programs or, or any of these new series that are out, they might watch a film at 7 o'clock. But it's just a part of mental health. Like when I joined the prison service 30 years ago, there was no kettle in the cell and no TV, and self-harm was very high. But I... If you're inside in a room and the room is probably 12 square metres, you have to be occupied. There's only so many books you can read on television and the media. Netflix is only a small thing and it's, it's not individual to cells. So one, everyone has to watch the same programme. But as a part of that, with the Redemptress, we also have another channel, which is Mass Comes Through That, live from the chapel here. We also do yoga, as we said, reflection, mental health issues. Netflix isn't, it's popular enough, but it's not a major thing. But people will get annoyed about it. But the prisoners pay for themselves. But in the long run, it's for mental health issues. Because as I said before, even to yourself, every single prisoner that's in Limerick Prison today is going to be out in the community someday. So whether they're doing one day to life, they're going to be in the community. And we're trying to get back into the community Okay, uh, the, the rehabilitative element of it. I, yeah. I, I want to just bring in Father Seamus Enright, Rector of the Redemptorist, and you've mentioned the Redemptorist a, a couple of times yeah. in your contribution there, uh, Mark. Uh, what are your thoughts on all of this, Seamus? Of the coronavirus? Well, no, just in terms of the work that's going on in the prison and the, the efforts prison, being made. Yeah. Well, Father Michael Keller, of course, in the community here is one of the chaplains in the prison. So that gives us a, a very strong connection with the prison. And then for the past number of years, we've celebrated... Um, the novena there every year in June. And I think what Mark is saying um, resonates with me. If prison is about rehabilitation, then um, mental health issues obviously have to be a concern. Um, The well-being of the prisoners has to be a concern. Um, I I don't suppose you can really have rehabilitation without some attention to the spiritual dimension of people's lives. And I suppose that's what the chaplains, the pastoral care side of the prisons, the psychological services are about. So Obviously, there's a punitive element in prison. I suppose being in prison itself is punitive. But if it was purely punitive, 
then I don't think it would be of benefit to the wider community. There has to be some element of some strong um, focus on rehabilitation. And I know from my bits of connection with the prison, um, and I know that Mark and Cedric Byrne and the other people there have this very strong commitment to rehabilitation. So I'd be supportive of what they're doing. And I can understand why people get irritated. But um, I think if you look at the wider picture, there has to be this focus on rehabilitation, preparing people to take their places back in society again. And hopefully a cell in prison uh, brings about change in people's lives and therefore they come out of prison and, and, and hopefully they won't be going back to crime and they won't be going back to prison again. Okay. Um, listen, thank you both very much for talking to us this morning. It's a very interesting aspect of all of this and we appreciate your time and we'll talk to both of you again in the future. Father Seamus Enright, the Rector of the Redemptress, is a regular with us and a good friend of the Limerick Today Show. And we were also chatting to Mark Kennedy, who is the current Governor of Limerick Prison. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.